Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, 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 what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, I'm all right, man. You know, just out here trying to live, out here trying to make it in this thing that we call the world, you know what I'm saying, where everything is uh probably five to 10 to 20 to 15 to 30 more dollars than it used to be but you know how to be man <laughs> nah but i'm good though man just uh you know glad to be back in the lab we're a few days late but you know we had some stuff going on this weekend yeah. but it was, you know we had some we had to call it audible today but we'll yeah. get into that a little later but uh yeah. but how you feeling though man everything good with you oh man everything is great um you know, I was I was going through some issues with my leg this past week. I don't oh, know man. what it was. I think it was like some inflammation or something with one of my nerves, but it's kind of hard to, you know what I'm saying, get around. Had to take a couple of days off work, but everything ended up being cool. I'm back to normal. So, yeah, I just got to uh, gotta watch what I'm eating, watch what I'm drinking. You know what I'm saying? Did took Drunk a whole lot of water this weekend. Drunk a whole lot of water this weekend. So if you anywhere in the Dayton area and it might not be water in that area, that was probably <laughs> yeah, I went crazy this weekend. I I flushed my whole system out, you know what I'm saying? Um getting a lot of lot of rest. I I got a lot of sleep this weekend, so everything been good, man. That's what's up, man. I hope the knee gets better though, man. Oh man, you know, and the crazy part, it wasn't my knee this time. It was my upper thigh. Like oh. around where the hip area is. So mm-hmm. yeah, let me let me tell y'all something, man. I know, you know what I'm saying? We getting older and shit. It don't even matter how old you are at this point. If you injure anything in your back, your lower back or your upper back, just your back in general, your legs, it's over, bro. There's not there's there's nothing, there's nothing on God's green earth. <laughs> <laughs> that is that that can prepare you for this. Nothing. The the I will never ever ever ever. You know what I'm saying? Just just ever disrespect my legs or my back ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like seriously, like you just don't realize just all this like the shit that I was just thinking about. I'm like, man, because you know me. I'm like, bro, for the fucking zombie apocalypse happen. I'm out of here. I can't I can't run. I'm out here hobbling. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking like, well shit, you know what I'm saying? When I had my sciatic problem, I'm like, bruh, if if something was to happen, like if it was an emergency or something, I'd be out of here. Cause you yeah. really can't do shit when your back out. I tell you that right now. No, nothing. Yeah, your motherfucking back go out. I don't get you if unless you could fly, you out of there. You can't even sneeze. Yeah, you. I don't give a fuck about no walking, crawling, none of that shit, bro. You and then you can't sleep right. Like I was trying to find a way to lay and shit, bro. I'm talking about. So I was the days I was off. I was sleeping during the day, which was cool because I was sitting up. Like when I was sitting up, it wasn't an issue. So I was sitting up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sleep on the in the in the 
recliner chair and all that shit. I was good, man. I got to laying down, trying to, you know, like stretch out. Yeah, man, I'm sitting there maneuvering and shit. I got covers under my leg and shit. Like, bro, this shit was ridiculous. I'm like, fuck this, man. So, man, listen, if y'all out there, man, make sure y'all drinking plenty of water. Make sure y'all getting plenty of sleep, stretch, do all that good stuff. Take care of yourself, man. Um, But before we get to the shits, I told you I got a question for you because I was posed this question on TikTok um, through through a, a creator that I follow. And they do like a lot of comics and um, gaming and all that type of content. But we had a conversation about Batman and I was telling him why there's some instances where I think Batman is a trash individual. And he was like, well, what do you mean? So I was breaking it down to him and I'm like, you know, ego or alter ego and just normal together. Like he's just a trash individual. Like, for instance, right, like Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Right. And he runs Wayne Tech Industries. And Wayne Tech Industries is like the biggest company in Gotham City. Okay. And <laughs> the fact that Wayne Tech is the biggest company in Gotham City, that you would think that business would be booming, the economy would be up, like everything would be great. But no, it's crime every goddamn where. So much so that this nigga had to teach himself karate and go out at night and fight crime to help the police so i was like what type of billionaire just don't create more jobs bro just start another fucking factory or something you know what i'm saying to help these motherfuckers boost the economy to where they don't because if you think about it all he got to do is start another factory or like bring up another business somewhere in the area because he could buy whatever the fuck you want he bruce Wayne. yeah you do that and you don't have to worry about these motherfuckers like stealing shit and, and breaking into shit and shooting up and gang violence and all that because now everybody got a job. You're too tired to go out here and, and do crime, right? And then I was like, if you think about it, right, all the motherfuckers that he, that he actually like faces as far as like the villains, he locked them up and then they get out. He locked them up and then they get out. The only motherfuckers that's really suffering is the niggas that work for the villains because he be beating the shit out of them true and they ain't got no job for real so i know they ain't got no health insurance so they be just fucked up out here yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it was wow. no so we was having this conversation you know we laughing back and forth and shit so he was like man he was like i'm telling you man he was like you making it worse than what it is i'm like nah i said now that i come to think about it you know gotham city is a trash ass place to live in because here you got this greedy ass billionaire that lived there and he ain't helping nobody. He ain't building no motherfucking jobs. He's not doing nothing for the economy, but he getting dressed up to go beat the shit out of the local people. So I said, man, I'd rather live in Metropolis. So he was like, wait, so you mean to tell me you would rather live in Metropolis than Gotham City? I said, yes. So then he broke down some shit about Superman and all this other shit. So I come to ask you, would you rather live in Gotham City or would you rather live in Metropolis? Before you answer, I want you to think about it, but before you answer... This is the shit you got to go through in Metropolis, right? Now, Metropolis ain't a lot of motherfucking crime. Economy booming, everybody good. But every now and then, more so than than less, right? An alien invasion is coming down and fucking shit up. It's constant construction going on everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Buildings is falling because Superman flying through these motherfuckers, knocking shit over. Then you got Lex Luthor, right? Who is uh, also a billionaire 
who he has LexCorp and he has all these jobs, but he's he's a villain. He's a trash individual as well. And he dumping shit off in the rivers and shit. So it may not even be safe to drink the water. Then, you know what I'm saying? He beefing with Superman on the low. The next thing you know, all of these motherfuckers from other galaxies and shit coming down to fight Superman. It's, it's just, it's, it always seemed like it's some shit happening in Metropolis that you don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga, uh-huh. he don't he don't fight local crime. Like he do shit like stop trains from derailing and shit like that. So you could be on your way to work and not even know you about to lose your life. And you just hoping Superman get there. You know what I'm saying? So would you rather live in Metropolis or Gotham City? Gotham City, man. Really? Um, yes, because the thing is, like with Gotham City, what I've noticed is me. Being the person that I am, I don't like the night shift. And then I don't like being out at night. So I'm going to be at home when all the bullshit is going down. So I'm good. Batman ain't going to be fucking with me because I'm going to be in the house. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here, you know what I'm saying, doing crimes and witnessing crimes. That's another thing, man. I don't want to be a witness to shit. You come to me, I ain't see shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm Stevie Wonder out here in these streets. I don't want to get involved in anybody's problems. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so this is what I'm saying, right? Scenario, hypothetical. All right, you go to the movies. Movie a little long. Say you went to go see Killers of the Flower Moon. Longest shit, right. right? Yep. You get out at eleven o'clock. You just trying to go home. You trying to cross the bridge to get to your neighborhood. Next thing you know, Joker blow that motherfucker up. Now, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Got to see it's too much erratic shit, man. Hey. <laughs> it's too much erratic shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like I feel like at least in Metropolis, right? Superman fast. He could be kind of be everywhere at once. You know what I mean? If I gotta work for LexCorp, I really ain't mad because I'm sure they pay good. You know what I mean? I ain't never really heard nothing bad about LexCorp as far as like the employees. They all seem to be living a pretty good life everybody in metropolis got nice cars and houses and shit it looked like a pretty dope ass place to live in outside of the fact that you know what i'm saying fucking brainiac might come down and try to steal superman so now half of the city getting sucked into a spaceship or you know what i'm saying dark side come down and, and take everybody over and turn them into uh droid bats or some shit like that i could live with that you know what i mean a fucking train might derail every now and then no big deal you know what I mean? Superman to catch that shit. You know what I mean? Something might blow up. Superman to catch that shit. But you've never heard of like local criminals going to 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 blow up a store or you know what I'm saying to to rob a store or do anything like that in Metropolis because they know Superman gonna come down and stop all that shit before it even get to happening. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Superman is a, is a way better deterrent than Batman. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like more times than not like to me it sounds like metropolis is more erratic i mean we're talking about there's there's not one villain known to man that was um from another planet when it came to batman like there hasn't been like like all of his villains and a lot of the times other than the joker they got a purpose you know what I'm saying, True. and they really only trying to either get Batman's attention mm-hmm. or they trying to get him for right. the most part. So they're not really just out here 
doing like the most when it comes to just randomly blowing up buildings and stuff like that. That's really just the Joker who do wild shit like that. We try to yeah. get people included in his game to try to blow up a boat or whatever. Yeah, you know see, what I can't have a nigga like that running around the city, bro, because it's too <laughs> it's too much chance going on. It's too much. Man, chance but it sounds like Lex Luthor is the same thing in a nah, way, man. Okay, look, so like Lex Luthor, right? When he do shit, he do shit that ain't like his crimes ain't like petty crimes. Like he might be doing shit like chipping off money out of a bank. You know what I'm saying? Like he doing like tax fraud and shit like that. Like he doing white collar crimes. He ain't doing nothing to where him and Superman out in the street duking it out. Now, if one of the aliens come down, that's what you got to worry about. Because a building might fall over or you might be at work and Superman might fly through your building or some shit like that, punching on a nigga, you know, how you know you got to take a day off if you're on the wrong side of the building you might not even get out the building you might just be stuck there until they come rescue you but outside of that you know what i'm saying like i think that's some, like i said that's some shit i could deal with you know what i mean every now and then superman might you know run into the tallest building out there i mean if i ain't on the street shit, i ain't got to worry about getting crushed by rocks I mean, true, but then at the same time, like you said, Lex Luthor might pull some shit where he dumping some shit in the river when the water ain't safe. It's like, now, don't get me wrong, that happens in America, too. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, me, and, me and Uncle Washington did a movie that, uh, I think that shit was called Dark Water or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, they had Mark Ruffalo in it, but all these people in West Virginia got fucking sick because they were dumping this chemical, uh, uh, the DuPont family was dumping yeah. chemicals in the fucking water and these motherfuckers getting cancer out of nowhere, just dying in West Virginia. So that yeah. shit happens here. So that's it's what, like... <laughs> but you know what don't so, happen here is goddamn a nigga dressed up as a clown you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> blowing up the brink truck on yeah, the highway. Trying to blow up Gotham Hospital. hospital. You know yeah, shit like that. Like yeah, man, Gotham City is is it's too dangerous in that motherfucker, man. It's way too dangerous. Like nigga, if it's so it's so dangerous to where you can't even go out at nighttime, I don't want nothing to do with that, man. Yeah, and then what if why? I just wanted to take a drive. Yeah, why why Arthur can't just be fucking Alcatraz? Like why are so many people breaking out of Arthur? Because it's, it's Batman. Yeah, he's a he's a normal nigga with money. That's all it is. He's not he don't got no superpowers, no nothing, bro. Like this nigga, this nigga get medically treated every time he goes out. <laughs> Think about that. This nigga comes back, it has to get medical <laughs> treatment every time he goes out to fight crime. I don't want that type of superhero, bro. Yeah, Yo, you That's remember not the superhero I want. You remember it uh in Dark Knight Rises. When that motherfucker uh knee was fucked up, and then Alfred made him that thing to put on his he knee, braced, he, he, and he had to turn yeah. it on and twist it. Man, hell no, man. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that at all, bro. I'm cool, man. <laughs> like, what That's if, insane. what if, what if, like, you know, what I'm saying, you was born and got them around the time this nigga was a superhero. So, like, by the time you 30, this nigga's 60. You know what I'm saying? Then what? Yeah. This guy right here, but <laughs> man, you gotta think about shit like that. Superman ain't he don't age like that, bro. Yeah, uh, this is true. This you is know what I'm saying? True. So I don't know, That's man. Hilarious. That's I think you know what I'm saying. If you guys is listening, let us let us know what y'all think, man. Let us know. Would y'all rather live live in Gotham City, um, 
or Metropolis. And I know y'all thinking, what does this have to do with movies? Both of them niggas had a movie, so it counts. Okay, get off our backs. So, um, now let's go ahead and move on with the show, man. Uh, we get into our favorite segment. This segment is where uh, we give you extra tidbits uh, of things that we watch outside of the episode that we're covering. We like to look at it like our trailer before the feature presentation. We like to call it what we watch. You ready, bro? Yes, sir. What we watching? All right, man. So, what do you have for us this week? Man, I'm telling you, bro. Look, I've been on my game, but I got a list. But I'm only gonna do two, though, because I'm gonna save them. Okay. I just been, I've been, I've been catching a lot of new content as of late. Yeah. But um, so. The first one that I got is the Apple TV Plus show. I think it came out last year, if I'm not mistaken, or the year before. But anyway, got Jennifer Garner in it, and it's called The Last Thing He Told Me. And um, so I started watching it, and it's like basically her husband, this guy that she married, he already had like a teenage child or whatever, and he works for this tech company. And the tech company ended up getting raided by the FBI. He's MIA. Okay. And so leaves her a letter that says protect her, but then leaves the daughter a letter saying listen to her or whatever. And they never had a good relationship because she she's just, you know, teenage girl, you know, dad that married this new woman. So she's like, a straight dick to her and all this type of stuff and like now she's stuck with her so what ended up happening is they basically starts like she's having like visions of like all these conversations that they had because the way it looks it looks like he was a part of this Ponzi scheme that got the company um you know, raided by the FBI and all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. What they come to discover is that him and his daughter is actually in protective custody and she had no idea. The daughter didn't even know. So now they like looking and digging into his past and coming to find out why he's in protective, why they in protective custody and all this type of shit because he ended up getting into some shit with his daughter's mom's well it was it's his ex-wife as well but she ended up dying and but it was some shit that he got into with her family and that family don't fuck with them and it's, 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 it ended up being like a whole bunch of just shit that yeah. she didn't even really know so it turned out to be a, it turned out to be a pretty cool show i mean it's not like it's not the greatest show mm-hmm. but i will say this man Everything that I have watched on Apple up to this point, nothing has been like bad. Nothing has been that terrible. True. Like is everything true. is 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 you know what I'm saying? It's above everything is at least above average and up. Like yeah. it hasn't been anything that's just bad. So I know a lot of people don't be having Apple TV TV Plus, but if y'all looking for like some cut like one that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wait till next week, and I'm gonna start another show 
I haven't started it yet, but there's another show that I'm very interested in starting. So that it, it's some shit on there. I'm telling you, it's some content on Apple TV, uh, Apple TV Plus. So yeah. that's the first one. The second one, um, they actually put it on Hulu, but it came out in theaters, um, starring John David Washington. And it's the uh, the creator. Um, okay, so you you took one of mine. So we good. Oh well, okay. How about this then? How about no, this go then? ahead, go ahead, because this it was no. it was. It was good. No, no, no. I'm a, no. Since, look, we, look, we'll talk about it together. But check this out. Okay. So I, I got, I got one, and so this got to do with a little promotional thing that I was gonna do at the end. Mm-hmm. So something else that I started. Netflix show, Griselda. Now, oh, okay. There's a lot of shit around this. And I and I ended up saying it on the pie, which I get into all that stuff later on in the end when I promote my podcast, whatever. But anyway, something that's very interesting about it, but I kind of had to like really get into it, like on my podcast, is that so Dan Levitar has a show on Fridays called Because Miami, mm-hmm. and he always bring on Billy Corbin. And if you know Billy Corbin. He's the guy and the creator of Cocaine Cowboys. He was the yeah. producer of all the Cocaine Cowboys and the director of that because he lives in Miami, so he covers a lot of Miami shit. So he came on to Dan's show with Michael Corleone, the youngest son of Griselda Blanco. Okay. And so they was like talking about the show, Griselda, and Michael Corleone was like, None of this shit is true in the show. <laughs> he was like, none of this stuff happened. He was like, I don't know what. He's like, they just basically read some stuff and just put together something and just kind of, he was like, it's basically all fictional. He was like, none of this stuff really happened. And so I forgot when it came to the rights and all this type stuff of, the, of, of what Netflix really like really had or whatever whatnot. But he was just saying like a lot of this stuff did not happen. He was like, oh, it's wow. it's more fictional than it is like real life. So they are doing a podcast where, and he also said, I think he said that they're working on something as well. But anyway, so I I've only I think I'm three or four episodes in. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it hasn't been holding my attention mm-hmm. um, as much as a person that, I, you know, this is my field. Mm-hmm. And I think Griselda Blanco, I mean, she is, I mean, look, she's like the first billionaire drug trafficker that ever was. Like, mm-hmm. she claims she's the one who got Pablo Escobar started. Like, this mm-hmm. like this woman is like the truth. but. This show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't really hitting like that. <laughs> ain't really hitting like that. I'm gonna tell you, know you why saying? I think so. Okay. I know, you know, a lot of people had an issue with um the whole making Sophia Vergara quote unquote ugly. Yeah. In this, right? I think that's the issue. The issue is you have somebody like Sophia Vergara playing this role and she doesn't look like Sophia Vergara. She looks like something or somebody else playing this role, right? And I think for the longest time when we watch these shows, like 
<clears throat> the reason we watch these shows, first and foremost, is because of the people who portray the roles. And you want to see that person while you're watching the film. Now, I've seen, like, clips and stuff that they've been showing from the show. And she don't look too far off, but, like, she looks like an older version of Sofia Vergara. And not a good older version, either. So, knowing that, I think that's really the issue here. If it was just Sofia Vergara playing, like, a younger version of her and this time and so on and so forth, we wouldn't even be having a debate about how good this show is. Because we wanted, I mean, we'd say it was good because we're looking at her the whole time. When you have attractive people in, in TV shows, you don't have issues with the TV show. You never do. Grey's Anatomy been going on, I don't know how long. I don't even know what Grey's Anatomy is about. But I know <laughs> that shit been the number one show for fucking ever because they got various attractive people in this, in this show. Whether it's a man, woman, whatever the case may be, somebody's getting fond over in this show. Um, What's another one? Friends, right? Friends had Jennifer Aniston. Some people fucked with Courtney Cox. Some some people even fucked with Phoebe. But we also seen that the people fucked with Matt LeBlanc and the nigga that played um, what's his name? Not Chandler. David Swazwacker. Uh, 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 what the fuck? That yeah, name was? that nigga. Right. Yeah. Women liked him for some odd reason. He had some type of appeal. But all his girlfriends was fire in that show. So it, it it never was an issue. You know what I'm saying? If you watch the shows like King of Queens, we fucked with King of Queens because, you know what I'm saying, Doug Heffernan was funny, but Carrie was bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. You have to have an attractive person in the show for people to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? People watch Good Times to see Thelma. Nobody watches Good Times for J.J. We remember J.J. He was funny. You know what I'm saying? But Thelma was in that motherfucker. So everybody was going to watch that. So I'm telling you, the more attractive you get, the more attractive people you get on the show, people going to watch it. They take that makeup off of Sofia Vergara, whole nother story. And honestly, I don't know why they felt that they necessarily had to do it because Kathleen Jetta Jones played her like two years ago, I think. The, the godmother of cocaine came out. And you know what everybody say about that? That is better than Griselda. You want to know why? I said Catherine, it, yeah. I said yeah. Because Captain Zeta Jones is fine. <laughs> Plain and simple. She ain't had yeah. to put on no makeup to get ugly or none of that shit. They just was like, put put her in it. It's going to be good. And, and if anything, she just didn't wear makeup. And that's what I'm saying. And not only that, don't get me wrong. Captain Zeta Jones is a very accomplished actress. Or I'm sorry, I, I got to stop saying that. I like to say actor. I don't like to do the difference thing. I like to say yeah. actor. Because a lot of times I don't even say actress to begin with. So she's a very accomplished actor. So is Sophia Vergara. But when Sophia Vergara is in roles, right? And mind you, she really ain't did a lot of stuff where she was like the lead and shit. She usually yeah. co-stars in a lot of things. But when you watch Modern Family, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Sophia Vergara's in it. And guess what? That shit was a high-rated show. Yeah. When you put attractive people in there, you get high ratings. Now, you put attractive people in there who can act as well, you're going to get even higher ratings. You know what I'm saying? Sophia Vergara can act. We've seen it. It's been proven. We know this. But you can't make her ugly. 
The only rebuttal we can move is mm-hmm. now. This was a movie, it wasn't a show, but they did it to. Uh, oh man, what's our girl name? Uh, a monster. Um, it wasn't Jodie Foster, was it? No, uh, Charlie Stern. Oh yeah, 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 Charlie Stern. Well, monster for, was- the, for the reason. That's that was a little different, but the the acting in it was it was worth it. But even yeah. still, like it got the it got the award acclaim, but you don't hear people going around talking about monster like that. Nah, they really don't. You see what I'm saying? That shit was dope though. But um, so yeah, man, that's 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 really all, that's just my take on it. That's my opinion. I just think that if they would have left her with her regular face. You wouldn't have had a lot of people complaining about it, um, because I w- I was actually hearing that too that it was a thing that they were making her supposedly ugly or whatever, and then they were saying like I know people were saying like y'all got Sofia Vergara playing this lady and the and I'm like every time they showed a picture of her it would be like an older picture I'm like yo show her younger pictures bro I'm sure she's very attractive this could is possibly a very attractive woman if she's younger. Like after everything and all the stress and gun shootouts and all that other shit, yeah, that'll wear down on you. It'll make you, you know, a little fucked up looking after a while. But I'm sure when she was, you know, younger, she was the bee's knees. Like, give her a break, man. Um, but for me, I had um, I had cre- uh, the creator as well, uh, John David Washington. Amazing movie. Um, I was interested in it because. Um, it had like this cyberpunk vibe to it. Um, and it's set in like a dystopian future or whatever, where, uh, the countries are kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Corporations and the corporations are pretty much taken over. And now you have, um, they called them the, what was it? The droids and the, the, um, oh man, what was they, what did they call the people that was, uh, half and half. I forget what they called them. It was it was a name. It was a name for them. But um, what I I thought it was dope because you know what I'm saying like you had you had like this mix between the robot race, the AIs, and and then you had the human race. You know what I'm saying. And you had that mix in between where it was people who were like robots but they had like human features and you know what i'm saying like they were able to feel and all this other stuff um man listen bro he's 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 doing some shit he has a fucking resume man we gotta i I don't know we might have to start getting him up there because he has a resume you know what i'm saying a movie like this I don't think many people would be able to do because like this is in the category of like dune and star wars and all that type shit Mm-hmm. And for him to have like so many different lanes and what he's done, that's that's tough. That's tough. His resume is crazy. But this movie was amazing, man. It's pretty much about a um a well, I don't know if you're an agent or a soldier or something like that. Um uh, he's ex special forces. Yeah, so he's a soldier. Uh and he works for the um uh, the US corporation and basically He's trying to find um, this weapon that somebody named Miri Mata is uh, creating. And um, basically he finds out that 
his wife was working for Mary Mata. And <laughs> what ends up happening is he finds out that the weapon is um uh uh android child. And because he finds that out, he's you know what I'm saying, trying to bring the child back so the US can, you know, stop the quote unquote weapon from destroying um this massive weapon that they have called the um oh what was that thing called the um oh my goodness i can't remember what it was called it had the big ass lasers and shit on there but it was like tearing shit up but they had this big massive ass ship that would go around and pretty much just like destroy whatever the fuck they wanted to destroy yeah and um basically the the weapon was going to be able to stop it but the kid had powers to like emp every fucking thing so um and it was able to turn shit on and off like anything electrical it can control so basically he ends up finding out that his wife was a double agent and um she was pregnant but she ended up getting killed and or he thought she got killed and then the child was pretty much made to be um their unborn child and so then, you know, of course, he grew fond of the child and wanted to take care of the child and all that other stuff. Um, and he ended up succeeding. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He pretty much made shit right. And he did. He ended up doing the right thing and saving everybody from this uh, U.S. corporation weapon. But I just advise you to go check it out. If you are in the sci-fi, this is definitely one of the ones you want to go see. Um, great acting all around the board. Um, it was just, it was, it was a, a refreshing movie to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, a, it was definitely something new. It was definitely something that, you know, you don't see all the time, which I, I definitely appreciated. I'm getting sick of remakes and rewrites and all that shit. So this was something different. I appreciated it. And I was like, yeah, I, I could fuck with this. Um, And then second, and last, uh, I watched the Marvels, you know what I'm saying? Um, starring Brie Olsen, uh, and I forgot the other two characters' names. The lady, the one lady name is Paris something. No, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah, I said Brie Olsen. Brie Larson, um, Paris, I forgot what her name is. And then the other girl, little girl that played Miss Marvel in the show. Uh, now, I will say this. They did a great job, right? They continued to carry on the 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 characters that they've been playing. Um, but my thing was, is that I felt like they tried to do what they did with the Avengers and try to like bring this group of women together to create like this super team, which it was cool, but it was just like, it was too, ah, it was too dull for me. And the reason that it was too dull, it wasn't because of the three superheroes, because to me, this was the first time where I liked the three superheroes more in the movie. The villain was trash. The villain was horrible. Um, the lady that played the villain, I don't know if it's if it was her or if it if it was just that she just wasn't believable enough to be a villain, right? Um, so basically this movie is about Captain Marvel, she went and destroyed um, the Kree um, planet 
well, she yeah, she did. She destroyed the uh, decree planet because it's this thing called the supreme intelligence that was running it. She destroyed that, so it ruined the planet. And decree and the scrolls have been kind of at a war. They ended up on a peace treaty after Captain Marvel came around, and then after that, um, it was a Cree lady by the name of Ben Ben Dar or Darbin or uh, Darbin. That's what it was, Darbin. Um, and she ended up finding this weapon, which was the other um the other piece to Captain Marvel's uh superpower. And she was using the weapon to create the jump points. And when she was creating the jump points, it was stealing certain things from all these different planets that she was going to, which just so happened to be all the places that Captain Marvel was a part of. Because she was trying to get retribution for her destroying the planet, she was gonna bring it back by destroying all the places that she loved. Um, long story short, they end up stopping her. Uh, Miss Marvel now has both of the things for her superpowers. Um, Photon is in another universe, and Captain Marvel is still fucking Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, the villain is is for me. I tell everybody, a story is not gonna be good unless you have the right antagonist. If you do not have the right antagonist, you're not gonna have a good villain. I mean, you're not gonna have a good movie. Plain and simple. But that's it. Go check it out if you can. It's out to rent or own. Um, it'll be out on Disney Plus soon. We've went on long enough. Um, but unfortunately, we have to get to this. And um, we started off by saying this. That's the fucking Rocky theme. Damn. Rest in peace, Apollo. That's the fucking Rocky theme. Damn. Okay, there we go. Um, I don't know what happened right there. Forgive me, guys. Um, but yes, rest in peace, Apollo Creed. Rest in peace to Carl Weathers, who passed away um this past week, February 1st, 2024. Um, I know you guys are thinking this was supposed to be about Ron Howard, but we had to do an audible like as as I said. Um, only because this is um this guy is very important in film history a very very important figure um in film history um so much so that it was i think he ended up doing let me see when was his last movie before this well, the last thing he did was The Mandalorian. I thought you would have knew that off top. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh, about okay. just the, the last movie that he had did was in, I believe, 1992. And then he was doing, um, I'm sorry, last movie was in 1995. But they were like low budget movies and stuff like that, right? Um, one of the major movies he's done is Rocky where he played Apollo Creed, of course. He was in Predator. Um, he he played in a lot of action films. He was Action Jackson, you know, no pun intended. That was, you know, what it was. Like, he was the he was a major action figure. Um, kind of laid, laid low. Um, he was in a couple TV shows and doing his thing still. And then in 96, he reemerges in a comedy by the name of Happy Gilmore where he becomes Happy Gilmore's golf trainer. 
and everybody gathered a love for Carl Lewis once again. I mean, Carl Lewis. Why I keep thinking of the fucking scene in ATL? I just, I'm sorry, I watched ATL recently, so I keep thinking of the scene where his little brother running and Big Boy stopped, and be like, God damn, where you going, Carl Lewis? Carl Lewis? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I meant Carl Weathers. <laughs> I meant Carl Weathers. But everybody regained their love for Carl Weathers after seeing him in this comedy. Um, and it seemed like right after Happy Gilmore, man, he just it, he got back to it. Um, he ended up in doing reprising the role in Lil Nicky. Uh, he did a voiceover in Eight Crazy Nights. Um, he started doing the verse voiceover in uh, Balto. He did some video game work, and then he got right back into the movies. And then um, let me see. The next, uh, the next big, big thing that he did was, I'm trying to find it. He did some stuff in Toy Story, which was huge. Um, yeah. He voiced, uh, let me see, he voiced Jax in Mortal Kombat. He ended up on Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Justice, which was, which is huge. Um he was on a episode of Magnum PI, episode of Law and Order. You know what I'm saying? Like he really got into his bag and started going to work, and then boom, the Mandalorian hits, and he's back on top again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, playing Grief Carga, and you know what I'm saying? We were super excited to see Carl Weathers playing this role. Not only that, because we have a Mandalorian movie coming out, and um he played a very important role in the Mandalorian because he was the uh he was pretty much like the the guy to go to to get the bounties you know what I'm saying for all the bounty hunters because that's what the Mandalorian is he's a bounty hunter so like he was the guy to go to to get all the bounties and everything so we like damn Carl Weathers you know what I'm saying he was in commercials like he was really back to doing this thing man and he was like up there up there you know what I'm saying and so um, you know, you can imagine just waking up on the first and chilling, and next thing you know, you get a fucking notification across your phone that fucking Carl Weathers, you know, passed on, man. So, um, before we even really get into it, um, uh, we would definitely like to say that, um, we would like to send condolences to his family, um, his friends, fans. Um, and all his associates, you know, rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Definitely. Um, yeah, man, he was, I mean, for me personally, um, it's Apollo Creed and, um, Dylan and Predator. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know his path which we've seen was you know with him being a football player playing at san diego state leaving there playing for the oakland raiders well i can't remember if that was oakland or la raiders when he was there one of the two um played for a couple of seasons and then he decided to hang it up to become an actor which it wasn't you know what i'm saying which especially in those times in the 70s that was not uncommon yeah fred williamson did it jim brown did it 
Like it was just like, yo, if I could go over here and kind of make similar money and not take the punishment, you know what I'm saying? Let me go over here. So it wasn't, you know, something where he reinvented the wheel or anything like that. But to, you know, do a little something here, a little something there, and then boom, he gets hit with the role of a lifetime. Um, but Action motherfucking Jack. <laughs> yeah, you stupid. <laughs> um, you know, he gets hit with this. Now, honestly, you know, it's, it's out there. It's public knowledge that the person that was, it was originally supposed to be for Ken Norton. Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately, he ended up getting the role. And so I watched the video earlier today. Um, I don't know where it originated from, but uh, ESPN had posted it. And it was Sylvester Stallone. And he was just, you know, giving his condolences and all of that type stuff. But talked about how, you know, it was, you know, he was more than, you know, just, a, you know, basically an actor that acted with me. He was just like, you know, he was a friend, you know, all this type of stuff. But he also said that Rocky would not be what it is today without Apollo Creed. That's like true. he was like, this movie never would have, you know, got legs. If it wasn't for the performance of Carl Weathers in this movie, and so much so where you know now there is a Creed three that's out in the world. It just came out last yeah. year, so I, I think that this character that started in nineteen seventy five. The shit is still going on in 2023 mm-hmm. and possibly depending on how they plan on playing this thing out because the way that they did it, you know, it, it's, it's still up in the air of like, are they going to turn and, and I don't mean this in any type of way. It's just, I don't know another way to say it. Um, Are they going to take it into, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a deaf girl to take this thing over like yeah, because yeah. because he was quote unquote retired like he retired like two times mm-hmm. <laughs> in fucking Creed 3 so it's like you know what I'm saying so it's like it, it, real quick speaking of Creed 3 I don't know if I said this when we did the the, um, the review on this uh, on that movie I'm sorry you he was totally out of his weight class fighting Jonathan Majors by the way dude th- this is this is the okay do you really want to have this conversation? Real quick, yes, because that was dude, crazy. All everybody was out of their weight class. Carl oh, Weathers, sure. listen, Carl sure. Weathers had Rocky by forty five pounds. Man. For sure, there's no way they were supposed to Rocky fight. Drago. I'm like, or Mr. T. I'm like, fam, no. <laughs> and even when Creed fought, uh, well, uh, Adonis Creed fought Drago's you know son. Drago. Yeah, he's. He's got him, dude. He he had him by like got, seventy pounds. Yeah, he had him by seven weight classes, man. There's no way this I'm shit like was legal. Yeah, that's not. You can't do that. <laughs> so yes, they always fought. That's how you can tell. Like if you are of just a fan of boxing, yeah, and you watch these movies, and you like, yo. This is impossible. There's no right. way this has happened. We're talking right. about a weatherweight fighting a heavy heavyweight. Like, come on, man. 
there's no way that these fights are happening in real life. At, at but, best, he was probably like light middleweight. Yeah. Like, fucking but then the crazy part was no, the crazy part was in Rocky 3 where he was training him to fight Mr. T, he had him lose like 15 pounds so he could be quicker because he couldn't fight him straight up the way that he's been fighting Apollo. He's yeah, like, yo, Mr. T was going to knock his fucking <laughs> The same way Jonathan Major should have knocked that nigga block off, man. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about, bro? Like, like imagine, 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 like, uh, what's the what's the young boy's name? Um, Bud. Um, Bud. Oh man, what is dude's name? Or or the the young dude Shakur, one of them, right? And them niggas go fight Deontay Wilder. Come on, man. Yeah, like that. That's that's the only thing about Rocky movies is that everybody that he fought, it at least had him by forty pounds. Come on, bro. Even like, when he fought Tommy in the streets, Tommy had his dude it, by, like fifty pounds. The only reason I fucked with that because that was a street fight, so I wasn't really too. I wasn't really too mad at that. Bro. I mean, yeah, that's but cool. they was. Yeah, but it was just like, come on, man! Like, yeah, these these fights are not happening in real life, bro. Apollo but, Creed, Apollo Creed was like <laughs> a solid, what maybe two twenty, two fifteen, two twenty. This nigga Rocky was like at best like one seventy, one seventy. Hey, man. Apollo Creed was gonna murder that man for real. He, I think Apollo Creed took it easy on that nigga. I mean, it it, it seemed that way because even when you watch it, and what was also something that uh, that it's it's funny that they keep it a secret. How because if you keep up with the with the series, you know, Apollo one and one. Mm-hmm. Rocky, like what they knocked each other out, and he just got up before the damn time expired in the second yeah. one. And, and then, then the third one, the third one they, end on the the punch. Yeah, where they both about to punch each other, yeah. where they fought privately, but nobody yeah. knows who won the fight because it was it's we a know tie who won that fight. <laughs> That's why they ended it like that. We know who won that fight. I told y'all what Rocky was about. Y'all niggas thought I was joking. I done already gave y'all my Rocky theory. Rocky is about a nigga who wanted to fight. He just got his ass whooped all the time. Hey, you... I'm telling you, Rocky, we know who won that fight. Yeah, we know who won that fight. That's why it ended like that. And the story goes that Apollo busted his ass in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, this nigga Rocky. The whole purpose of Rocky, I mean, the whole point of Rocky is him getting whooped on, and then eventually he comes back to win. But that's all it is. He's just a nigga that's getting whooped on. He's a normal, average nigga getting his ass whooped. That is hilarious. But uh, but yeah, man. But this this character, man, of 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 Apollo Creed. But even what he stood for, and it, and it's wild the the route that it ended up taking. But I mean, it's a realistic route where you know what I'm saying, where he, you know, had a another family type of thing or whatever, whatnot. But I mean, it's it's a boxer dude that got money in the seventies and eighties and shit like that. Yeah. So well, well, but, no, let's not downplay it. He was Apollo Creed, my nigga. This nigga, yeah, listen, but, niggas forget this nigga came out with James Brown performing. 
living in America with the American <laughs> This nigga was that nigga. Like, let's not forget. Apollo Creed was that nigga. He had the no, clean ass afro. You know what I'm saying? He had the, the, the facial hair. Like, this nigga was, he was the man. He really, he really Don't was. forget that part. That nigga had James Brown performing on his entrance. Not yeah, too many man. niggas ever did that. But then he's also the person that uh, created one of the best memes of all time. What? Throw the damn towel. <laughs> Fighting the fucking Russian, man. Russian out here juicing and shit. Yeah, I hear. Man, I can't believe they tried to do that to Dolph Ziggler, man. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, what? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Ziggler is a wrestler. I told you, some. I... <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, I've been. I don't consume so much fucking content. I don't start watching Dark Side of the Ring and shit, and I don't start watching wrestling again. It's, all kind of shit is flowing through my head right now. But I meant Dolph Lundgren. I'm sorry, y'all. But I, Dolph Lundgren used to be my guy because he was in He-Man. And yeah. if y'all know, when I was a kid, bro, He-Man was that nigga to me. Like, I fucked with He-Man, like, heavy. Like, I had the toys. I had all that shit. Like, I was a fucking heat. That, that I had the sword. Like, He-Man was that nigga, bro. And so, you know what I'm saying? When I seen the real movie, I was like, oh, shit. Like, as a kid, you like, oh, man, that's, that's He-Man. So every time I seen Dolph Lundgren, Nigga, that's I I that was He Man. I didn't know yeah. his real name. I didn't know his real name until like I was 14. I always just, just call him He Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, it'd be like that. Yeah. So when I seen him do Apollo Creed like that, I was like, I mean shit, you shouldn't fuck with He Man. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean shit, he must not know who this nigga he is. <laughs> that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they they did they did my man wrong, man. I can't believe that, man. You know, he yeah. had a, he had a, a filthy stain on him off that movie. Yeah, man. But but I mean, yeah, he he that was really something. But then, man, mm -hmm. to see him in for me, the Predator, man. I don't know how old I was when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, Predator came out in '87, so I was only two. So obviously, I I didn't watch it till you know early '90s or whatever. But the Predator man was really like one of the first of its kind. Like, yeah, that motherfucker was. I'm talking yeah. about. You want to talk about an alien that you afraid of? Like, oh for sure. I was I was scared of the Predator. Yo, this shit was crazy. This motherfucker had heat sensors and shit. I was scared of the Predator when he took his mask off. Yeah, that motherfucker. Ugly that fuck. fucked me up when I was a kid. Yeah. And then, then, then little things on the side of his mouth moving and Hell shit. Yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Hell Did he yeah, shoot him like, this green shit come out? Yeah, I'm like, that's not <laughs> true, He, he yo, turned invisible and shit? Yeah, nah. You want to know how he turned invisible, though? Hell. He used the Apple Watch, man. That's true. That's true. The Predator had an Apple Watch in 87, man. Yeah, and it had the and it had the alarm clock face. <laughs> hey, the eighties was ridiculous. Hey, the eighties was wild as fuck, man. The eighties was so fucking ridiculous, bro. Everything was either in space or, um, nah, really, everything was just in space. And I, well, I mean, that was that, well. We had the conversation of like it was it was a time for horror. Like that's when, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, uh 
Jace, we got we got well technically Michael Myers came out late seventies, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but more of the movies came out in the eighties. But uh but you we had Freddy Krueger, we had Jason and we had fucking Michael Myers and shit. But mm-hmm. then you get in shit like the Predator and shit. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like that shit was wild as fuck in the makeup that they used for the Predator. That shit was on point. Yeah, and this is the eighties. Because that shit like, looked realistic as fuck. Yeah, and it and but but to see him in that alongside on a Schwarzenegger, it was just Don't like forget Bill Duke. Yep, Bill Duke was in that bad boy. And like he, you know, he he just he just stood out in that man. Like I, I think that coming into it with Rocky being and becoming what it is, mm-hmm. and then because honestly, when it comes to big movies, because because what he did, he did Rocky one in seventy five, right? Mm-hmm. Great fucking start. So then he comes with Rocky two. In '79, then you have Rocky Three, and uh, which the which he died in that one in 1982. Um, now they show him, but he wasn't in Rocky Four, but they just show clips from him dying. You know what I'm saying? And so he got credited for it or whatever, whatnot. But then to really flip the whole script and not quote unquote like be an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is where now he don't get me wrong, he acted in you know Rocky, but he was quote unquote not an athlete. Well, mm-hmm. well, he was an athlete, you know, saying being a football player, but now like in Predator, he's you know what I'm saying, special ops or whatever they call themselves, right. Marines, whatever they call themselves. And I felt like this was more acting in this, and Predator being what it was. Being one of really the first of its kind, and then also being alongside, so you 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 alongside, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Now you're alongside fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he mm-hmm. held his own in that shit. And and let's not forget, you know what I'm saying? Before he even got into the movies, okay. First off, this nigga got a TV fucking resume. Oh yeah, his TV resume nigga, is crazy. This nigga was in Good Times. This nigga yeah. was in Kung Fu. Now, I don't know if you ever seen Kung Fu, but Kung Fu was that shit. Um, this nigga was in SWAT, the Six Million Dollar Man. He was in uh, Cannon. He was in Switch. Um, let me see. He was in McCloud. He was in a show called Most Wanted. This nigga was in Starsky and Hutch. Okay. This is after mm-hmm. Rocky. Starsky and Hutch, Barnaby Jones, Serpico, uh, Del Vicio, The Streets of San Francisco, Tales of the Unexpected. Um, Let me see. He was in... Oh, he did Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is a movie, but classic movie nonetheless. Um, and after Rocky 2, it was just all movies from there on out. But, bro, them are some classic ass TV shows to be a part of. That's a fucking run. 
Yeah. That is a hell of a run to have all those. Like, and when I say classics, I mean, like, if you turn on TV land or you go back and watch one of those channels that's showing all the old shows, like, he's a part of those, like, the ones that's still getting syndication to this day. Like, you want to know another one that's getting syndication to this day? What's that? He was in it from not, he was in 28 episodes from 93 <clears throat> to 95, even in the heat of the night. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So that's another one of the ones that still be rolling. Now he did Street Justice for two years. He was in 44 episodes of that from 91 to 93. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? He really was working from 91 to 95. He was putting in work. Constantly, you know what I'm saying? Over, 44 episodes and 28 projects. episodes. Over yeah. 80 projects, bro. But listen, this is the crazy part. So where we at right here? Rocky Four, right? That's the one where he got credited, okay? Yeah. Um, not only is he in that, he's also in the music video for James Brown living in America. Because, like I said, James Brown was uh performing. Um, mm -hmm. he played Cullen Monroe in a TV movie called The Defiant Ones, which is also a boxing movie. Then he had a TV show. Uh, that he had that only ran for six episodes called Fortune Dame. Didn't do too much because it's only six episodes. Predator comes out. He plays uh, Dylan. I about to say villain. He plays Dylan. The next year, this nigga gets his own movie. Yep. Action Jackson. One of the best action movies you could ever watch. Hilarious. Great cast. I'm talking about just every Nelson Craig is the bad guy. Vanity is the damsel in distress. Like everything you could ever want in the movie, right? Action Jackson, he the lead, kills it. I don't know if you ever seen Action Jackson, but it's a great movie, right? Mm -hmm. Um, does another TV movie after that? Does another show Tour of Duty? Does another movie? Gets the Street Justice. Uh, does another TV series? Um, heat of the night, and then boom, Happy Gilmore, and the love pours in after Happy Gilmore, bro. Him playing Chubbs and Happy Gilmore is possibly one of the greatest things you could have ever seen. Because up until this point, we've never seen him in a comedy role. We've never yeah. seen him really do comedy. He did, you know, he joked around and he had some parts in Rocky or whatever. Because I think Rocky is where we really get to see him kind of like, you know. I really see his personality, his... really. Yeah, exactly. Right? He, he shows some of his chops. But in Happy Gilmore, bro, from him to, for him to, first off, be older, right? Because this is 96. He was born in, what, 48? So around this time, he like in his 50s or getting close to his 50s. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he does that and is hilarious in it. Hilarious. It's all in the hips. It's all in it. Like, come on, man. That motherfucker had that fake hand that he that he took from the mannequin because of the goddamn alligator. Like, bro, and the alligator is missing an eye because they got into a fight and shit. Like, that shit was hilarious, bro. Like, I really fucked with Happy Gilmore, man. But seeing Carl Weathers, I mean, oh, like, man. just playing that role, bro. 
you couldn't ask for anything better because it was so unexpected, right? Like if you if you take anybody else and make them play that role, it's not gonna it's not gonna hit the same. You know what I'm saying? At this time, Adam Sandler is on the all time high. Um, he's killing the game right now. You know what I'm saying? Like fresh out of SNL, he's at you know what I'm saying like peak stardom. Everything that he's doing is amazing. Big Daddy coming out soon. Um, I think he was just coming off of um oh my god, what was that? Uh hold on, hold on, because it's gonna it's gonna kill me if I don't find this out. But he before he had Big Daddy, he had um I'm not talking about I mean, Waterboy, are you? Happy Gilmore. I'm sorry. Before he had Happy Gilmore. He was in. Damn, he got a long ass list. Um, yeah, Billy Madison. That's what I'm thinking oh. of. Billy Madison does good. He ends up getting Happy Gilmore. Then after Happy Gilmore, he gets Big Daddy, Water Boy. Like, and I'm talking about Adam Sandler is on the on a on a rise. Then, um, so as he's doing all of these movies, you know what I'm saying? Like he's bringing in as many people as he can. <laughs> And sort of on the decline, like when he's like now he's like super established. He's he's got his own production company. He's doing the thing or whatever. He does a movie called Little Nicky. And what does he do? He brings Carl Weathers back into it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the just that type of thing, man. It's just like another comedy under his belt. You know what I'm saying? And then of course he goes on to do. Um, a whole bunch of work with Adam Sandler. Of course, he did Eight Crazy Nights. He did some voiceover work for that. Like I said, he did some stuff for some video games. Um, he's doing kind of like straight to DVD movies. Ended up being in The Shield, which was a big, big show. Um, I'm trying to see. He was in ER, uh, Psych, Brothers. Uh let me see. Arrested Development. Um, like I said, the Chicago Fire Joints. Um, he did all that. He did the. Re- he was in the remake of Magnum PI. Um, he was in Law and Order. <laughs> uh, Special Victims Unit with Ice T. Uh, ended up doing a voiceover for Toy Story, and then boom, he shows up in 2019. In the Mandalorian, which is one of the top-rated shows of the last five years, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, bro, his career didn't do anything but get better. It's not a lot of people that can really say that. Like his career was constantly going up. Everything that he was doing, and it, and it seemed like that's all he was doing was working. I mean, <clears throat> it's called that's one of the things, man. You want to be a working actor, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like a lot of the time you'll see like when you start to really look at some of these people's IMDB, you'll see, you know what I'm saying, two years, there's nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people it might be four years, there's nothing. But it's like this guy, he literally had some at least something going on from mm-hmm. year to year. Now, mm-hmm. obviously he ended up not just being an actor, you know what I'm saying? You know, he ended up being a director and a producer as well. So he was able to 
start getting, you know what I'm saying, money coming anyway. But at the end of the day, like, obviously, the royalty checks from the fucking Rocky joints is, you know Shit, what I'm saying? Predator too. Yeah, yeah, Predator too. now. So, yeah, I mean, those are, those, I mean, in, in my opinion, um, just S. Foster, like, those, those are, those are the two. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, Carl Weathers is where he looked. I mean, I, I I know that Action Jackson was like his first starring role, but Action Jackson, like at the time, you know, because I was looking at this thing about it, it was like it didn't do well in the box office, but no. it was one of those things that got better with time. Yeah, yeah it turned into a cult classic. Sure. Just one of those things that didn't do well at the time, but then the shit just blew up, kind of like The Wire. Like the Wire didn't do well at the time, but then all of a sudden that shit just skyrocketed up where so, it's considered one of the best shows. So this is the this is the thing, right? In 1988, I don't know what it is about this year, um, other than me being born, you know what I'm saying? They had this thing where like black movies from this year, I don't know what happened when they came out, but like later on down the line, they just ended up being like legendary. So in 1988, right, you got Action Jackson, you got The Last Dragon, and you got Coming to America. That's just three off top that I know for sure. The Last Dragon might be 87, but I believe it. No, was I think no, I think The Last Dragon came out in 84. I think that shit came out before I was born. Okay, so I might be wrong about that one, but at least you still got um, you still got Coming to America. And you got Action Jackson. And they end up being these, well, Coming to America is one of the, well, for me, it's the greatest comedy ever. For some people, it's one of the greatest comedies ever. Well, okay, so Moving came out in 88 okay. uh, with Richard Pryor. Now, mm -hmm. that if I can see that's not doing well at the time, but that's a cult classic. Absolutely, we we need to do that shit on here. That shit is yeah. fucking hilarious. Absolutely, but that's um, what I'm saying. If you look at the movies that came out in '88, though, like it's some movies that came out in '88 that you'll be like, "Ain't no way that came out in '88." It's a, it's a lot of good shit that came out in '88. So for him to for him to have a starring role at that time, after doing, um the movies that he's done after doing Rocky, you know what I'm saying? Like you could tell that they seen that he could, he could be a big push for, you know what I'm saying? Like another star, whether it be action or any, anything in that, anything or any sub branch of that action genre, they seen like, yo, we, we got to get him to do something. We got to get him to do something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, deserved it. yeah, I'm sitting here looking. At, I'm not really a lot of like quote unquote like black films that came out in okay. 88. So let me see. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's some shit in here, but it's not really like black films. Like, I mean, you got a buzz of law, you got blood sport. Um, I mean, red scorpion. Rambo three, Rambo you know what I'm saying? Is the like Deadpool, movie. yo, you stupid. 
Yeah, he's stupid as fuck. Die Hard Two. Movie about survival. That's what I'm saying. Like when I, when I'm looking at, it, I'm not really seeing what Black Cobra Two. Uh, Fred Williamson. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Gladiators. Colors. You know what I'm saying uh, Robert Duvall's uh, 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 director debut. I believe it was his debut. Him and Sean Penn. But um, okay, the Naked just, Gun. So look, just look at this though. You got Nightmare on Elm Street four. You got Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. You got Halloween four. You got Child's Play. You uh, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um. Poltergeist 3, right? Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Like you said, Colors. Crocodile Dundee 2. Um, Pumpkinhead. You got Twins. Um, The Return of the Killer Tomatoes, bro. You remember that? No, I do not remember that. They used to, that it was uh they it was a movie, but they came out with a cartoon that was pretty good. They used to come on TV all the time. Um, you got big, you got twins. Um, bro, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, that's that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, coming to America. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, this look like it's on all horror. Uh, big top Pee Wee Hermit. That's what I'm saying. Like when I when I when I look at when I look you at eighty eight gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, the naked gun, the accused. Uh Jody Foster got some shit for that. Scrooge um, came out in eighty eight. Rain Man came out in eighty eight. Yeah, bro. Like I mean, look, I mean there's some there's some stuff in there. Eighty eight uh, was, was a pretty decent year, bro. Mississippi burning. Yep. Clara's heart. Don't ask me how I know about that movie. Um, yeah, that's funny. Man, it's, uh, shoot. Hey, Whippy Goldberg had two movies that year. Oh, words? Yeah, Claire's Heart and The Telephone. I mean, God Bless the Child came out in 88. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these is, like I said, the, some of these movies that we naming, you'd be surprised at the, at the people who really fuck with these movies bro yeah beetlejuice came out yo rip that's crazy i didn't know beetlejuice came out in 88. i didn't either i did not either that's crazy so i mean like just you know what i'm saying like not for nothing bro like for for some of the and mind you, it wasn't a lot of black movies coming out in the eighties anyway. Yeah, the, that, the, that that didn't really boom into the nineties. Exactly. So it was a it was like a resurgence in the nineties because in the sixties and seventies we had black exploitation, which kind of yeah. put Hollywood back on the map. It kind of saved Hollywood's ass. And then you get all the rest of these movies between the seventies and then the eighties, and that's like somewhere in the 80s i know we talk a lot about like the whole war thing but it was a big thing where like sci-fi and comedy was dealing with like space 
like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You know what I'm saying? Had to deal with some type of sci-fi shit. It was um the one movie where they the 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 dudes in high school built the girl. The I forgot what that shit was called, but they they um they built this girl or whatever. It was oh my god, I can't forget. I can't even think. I I mean I'm I'm mad I'm forgetting this, but it'll come to me later. It need to come at the wrong time, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> it was like like all of that was space balls. Like all of that shit was everything was just it was something about space in the 80s, bro, that people yeah. was really, really fucked with. I think did didn't Tron come out in the 80s? I think Tron is an 80s. I think the original Tron came out in the 80s. Yeah, I think that Tron is like an 80s. So like it, it was a lot of shit dealing with space. So at the time when you had like, I mean, even Predator, if you think about it, Predator, Alien. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It was the alien. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all those type of things. So then when you get a movie, uh no, Star Wars the 70s, Star Trek was before that too. So that's out of the question. But those movies did kind of pick up again. Uh well, no, I think Star Wars was done by the 80s or probably early 80s. Because I think the first Star Wars came out in 76, if I'm not mistaken. But um, nonetheless, like that shit was big in the 80s. Like space movies was big in the 80s. So for him to do an action movie and not have nothing to do with that after he's been in Predator already. and You know what I'm saying? Like for him to just do a straight up like street cop action movie. Oh, when did, uh no, Beverly Hills Cop came out when? The 80s. 80s, um, right? Um, yeah, I think. Oh man, I want to say that was like '86. Yeah, somewhere like '86. Yeah, somewhere in there. And then another uh, uh, 48 hours and another 48 hours was in the '80s too. Right. So those movies was popping at the time. So to put him in anything in that realm, right? To put him as like a cop or a dude that's fighting in space or some shit like that, would you would think? Especially him coming off of um, him coming off of the Rocky fame, you would think that that would have did something. I think it was just a little bit too late. I think because of '88, it was getting you know what I'm saying like it's toward the end of all that shit. The buddy cop thing kind of moved the TV. It kind of fell off, and then and I think in um, Action Jackson, he was by himself most of the time too, and then he was trying to save Vanity. Craig T. Nelson was the bad guy who, you know what I'm saying, he was a big name around that time. Vanity was a big name, but I think around that time, she wasn't as big as she was, like, during, like, The Last Dragon and all that shit. Yeah, still fine. Oh, for sure. But I think Girl 6 had already got up out of there by that time. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, like, to see him doing Action Jackson, bro, like, that's, to this day, I, I watched I will watch that shit, hands down. I will definitely fuck with Action Jackson. Um, but I mean, I I just don't know, man. I was excited to see him in Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? Um, because yeah. I know what it's like for people to get into that um Star Wars universe, and that means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's gonna do that's gonna do a lot for your career. I don't care how old you are. It's going to do a lot for your career. Um, 
it's going to really take you to like a different level, especially as far as pay goes, as far as um, what you do after that goes. I mean, look at John Boyega. You know what I'm saying? Like right after he did Star Wars, he was getting roles back and forth. He was just constantly in there. Um, And unfortunately, you know, with the movie coming out, I don't, I really don't know too much about where that's going to put him. Cause I mean, they could have already shot some stuff and they could already put some stuff there. So who knows? He might still, you know what I'm saying? Like have a cameo or something in there, but it ain't really no telling. So hopefully, um, hopefully he, he, uh, he's in there. That would, that would definitely be, uh, good to see. It would be. Yeah. So um usually we do it coming soon, but since we're doing an appreciation episode, we don't do it coming soon. We do a top three. So um I'll let you go first, bro. Uh top three Carl Weathers movies, what you got? Oh man, unfortunately it's gonna be in the same round. But um I gotta go. I got to go Rocky 1, and I got to go Rocky 2. I can't go Rocky 3 because he died in that one. Right. Um, and I got to go to Predator, man. Predator okay. Predator was my shit, man. Um, but yeah, I got I got, I got to stay in that lane, man. I, I just felt like that start and that performances that he gave in those three movies, man. To be coming off the football field and to yeah. do that, yeah. yeah. Big time. Gotta give it to him. Big time. So I'm going to go... I'm gonna go Predator, of course. Um, because he was like second in command in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he was definitely like the the right hand man. Um, and I'm gonna go Rocky too, because that was like the start of their friendship. You know what I'm saying? That's when they was getting like buddy buddy and shit. And that that yep. took Rocky to new new heights. For one for Apollo Creed and them niggas running in the sand at the beach, Rocky wouldn't be shit. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? My man was, my man short, was training. Shorts. Yeah, my man was training Rocky, man. You know what I'm saying? Because they got cool and shit. But no, Rocky 2, Rocky 2 is the one that I fuck with. And then um, yeah, of course, man. Action Jackson, bro. You know what I'm saying? My man was he was bro, he was standing on the other side of vanity, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Only one other man did that. And that nigga Probably was a time man. You know what I'm saying? And he almost lost the show enough. But then he got the glow because he was thinking about vanity. He was like, I can't oh, lose that. I got the, <laughs> I got the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to get the groove like my little brother been telling me. <laughs> and if I die, I never get it. So he caught the glow and whooped show enough ass. Um yeah, but that Action Jackson for sure, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I I definitely fucked with that movie, bro. And that was my first time realizing, you know what I'm saying, that Craig T. Nelson could really be, like, a bad guy. Because he was doing... Remember when he was doing Coach? Did you ever see Coach? No. The TV show? No, I never seen that TV show. Okay, so on Coach, like, he was a great dude. And me, you know, of course, I'm younger, so like I seen Coach first. I didn't see Action uh-huh. Jackson until like I was a little bit older. So I seen Coach, and I was like, man, you know, this dude seemed pretty cool. And then I seen Action Jackson, and I was like, 
This dude is horrible. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't wasn't this he the dad in Poltergeist? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But th- that was, I mean, he was still a good dude tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't until I seen Action Jackson, I was like, this nigga's an asshole. So, yeah. Craig T. Nelson is definitely, he played a great bad guy, though. Played a great oh, bad yeah. guy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him, man, because he's he's done some work. But yeah, man. Um, once again, man, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Um, sheesh, that's a that's a tough loss, bro. Um, are you ready to get into the coming soon? Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, next episode, man, we are going to get into the anthology series from Netflix, which possibly put Netflix on the map. This is one of the ones that um, around the time it came out, if you didn't have Netflix and you never seen this, you definitely went and got Netflix just to see this because this was something that everybody was raving about. Everybody was talking about. We are talking about Black Mirror. That's right. None other. And Black Mirror, um, sci-fi horror anthology series that has stood the test of time. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was some issues here and there around one season, but I ain't gonna lie, they they found a way to still get people to talk about it regardless. And uh, yeah, we're gonna definitely talk about that when we get there. Okay. So uh, listen, if you um, enjoyed this episode if you didn't enjoy this episode um if you too are a fan of carl weathers and uh you have any kind of memory of him to talk about and whether it's a movie tv show commercial whatever hit us up on socials let us know on instagram at view pod you can hit us up on facebook on the va pod watch group um and you can catch us on youtube you can comment on this uh, episode and let us know uh, or you can subscribe to the pod, $2.99 a month, um, and you can let us know on those episodes. And um, that's that. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me on X or Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I have a link to in my bio. You can follow me everywhere else there. Yep, and y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on X. Um, at 28 minutes or less pod that is just on ig uh follow the podcast 28 minutes or less um new episode is out today um which is called um cocaine cowboys 2 um griselda and charles is how i end up putting it in there but um it's just me um really kind of going over that man that like i said there's a you know, a lot of people talking about Gazelle Blanco right now because of this new Gazelle series. So uh, I've been wanting to do something on her for a minute. And so I kind of combined the her and Charles story together because that's what Cocaine Cowboys 2 is about. So um, I get into that um, episode 144. So go check it out on all major platforms. That's all I got, man. Cool, man. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. As always, your support is greatly appreciated. And, of course, you already know we could not get out of here without saying Happy Black History Month um, to all those out there who are celebrating, um, whether you are or you are not 
uh, a black American. Um, but happy Black History Month to you all. Um, hopefully you guys go out there and you learn something important, you learn something helpful, or you contribute so you can become a part of black history. Um, but outside of that, uh, like we say in Hollywood, or like they say in Hollywood, I'm sorry. That's a wrap. Cut.